A tour guide was getting dressed in period clothing when she heard the word pretty whispered over her shoulder. The guide dismissed this, thinking that it was simply a trick of the mind and continued getting dressed. But the voice returned, louder this time, and said very pretty. In her fright, the tour guide ran out of the room half-dressed. It is believed that the voice the tour guide heard belonged to the ghost of Cassius Clay, the owner and resident of Whitehall. Hello, and welcome to Psychological Hauntings. I'm your host, Emily Lanier, and today we're going to be talking about the possible hauntings surrounding Whitehall Historic Home. Whitehall is a mansion that was originally built in the late 1700s with additional construction in the 1860s. The mansion was constructed with Georgian and Italian styles and contains at what the time were modern innovations, such as indoor plumbing and central heating. Whitehall was home to the political activist, newspaper publisher, and ambassador to Russia, Cassius Clay, who died in the house's library in 1903. In 1986, Whitehall was donated to the state. Whitehall is now owned by the University of Eastern Kentucky and has become a popular historic attraction. Whitehall isn't just known for its concrete history, but also for its connection with the paranormal world. There have been reports of instantly appearing strong aromas of rose perfume or candle wax that vanish as quickly as they came. Sounds of seemingly unknown sources, such as piano music, voices, and a crying or laughing baby have been heard. People have seen a ghostly woman dressed in period clothing, a young boy, a hand materializing on the bottom of the staircase banister, and most famously, Cassius Clay himself. Though there is no hard evidence that Whitehall is in fact haunted, even a non-believer would agree that these occurrences are hard to dismiss. In the past, stories of ghosts and hauntings were an important part of tradition, religion, and culture. However, this is no longer the case, but today I want to set that aside and consider these abnormal occurrences and ask, should we be disregarding these experiences because they are strange or unusual? To help answer this question, I'll be interviewing Stephanie Thompson. My name is Stephanie Thurman. I have been a tour guide here at Whitehall for seven years. I volunteered here for a couple of years before that, and I think they realize they're never getting rid of me at this point. <laughs> While working at Whitehall, have you had any unexplainable experiences? Yes, um, honestly, something unexplainable kind of happens almost every year. Not necessarily anything scary. I, I guess it's scary at first, but the longer you work here, the more used to the weird stuff you kind of get. It's weird to say. Like, we used to have these uh, hanging candelabras um, in the hallway here, and we had wax candles in all of the candle holders down here on the first floor. We had to stop putting the wax candles in those because, well, A, they kept getting thrown at people, not guests, not guests, just the employees. And my very first day giving tours in here by myself, I, I had my dress on, I had a tour coming up, I was here in the break room, and then some just suddenly I heard a bunch of little thumps here out in the hallway. I came out here and the more I walked around the first floor, 
every single one of those candles had fallen out of their holders at the exact same time. <laughs> and I'm sure it was supposed to make me nervous or scared or something. In reality, I was just freaking out so much about doing my very first tour that I just went around kicking candles under furniture and just being like, yeah, I'll just get to it later. Yeah, you got me. Okay, let's wow. go. <laughs> you describe in detail like your initial reaction, I guess, to whenever something strange happens. Like, how do you feel? Well, like... I'll be honest. When I first started working here, it was the general sort of uneasiness. You know, like, say, if that door were to start opening and closing on its own or something. When I first started working here, I, you know, it was sort of that, oh, God, is there actually something here kind of thing. The longer I've been here, though, <laughs> I the more just I don't care at my attitude has become. Like, if, like, that door could slam itself shut right now, and I just kind of look at it and be like, well, okay, that happened. <laughs> Moving on. And then, so, like, looking back, do you have any type of explanation for anything that's happened? Well, sometimes, yes, because the house, you know, the house is 223 years old. You know, the houses, they settle, they sort of buckle in some areas over the years the older they get so like with the doors and you know hearing footsteps in the house it could very easily be explained with you know the house is just a little tilted in some areas or it's literally just the floor settling as it goes plus the windows are not a hundred percent sealed so drafts come in all the time and Yes, the doors are about 400 pounds, but when they're up on the hinges like this, they can very easily be moved. So, most of the time, we can explain it away with stuff like that. You know, we don't automatically jump to, oh, it's a ghost. We do try to find some kind of explanation for it. But if we can't, we don't worry about it too much. So how do you think Whitehall's haunted reputation has altered your perspective or experience working here? Well, it makes me feel a little bit, I guess, more protective of the house. Because, you know, we do market this place as a museum and everything like that. And I did it first, too. But then things would start happening around, like, specific dates. Uh, connected to the family like people's birthdays or days that people died in the house or just like whenever we do construction things around this house that's where we get sightings of someone walking around the second floor and we sort of started assuming maybe that's Mary Jane because you know she built on most of this house mm -hmm. and you know maybe she's coming back to make sure we don't screw up her house <laughs> and now it's hard for me to think of this as a museum this this was somebody's home and you know memories linger in a house you know whether it's haunted or not you know you like you move away from your childhood home you come back and suddenly you can still just remember what it was like being a kid there. And it's sort of the same thing here. It's it's not a place of business to me anymore. It's still somebody's house.
Well, I guess that's really um, made the theme, it seem more personal and like connected. Yeah, very much so. Finally, do you think that we should be disregarding events because they're out of the ordinary? I wouldn't say so, no. I, I feel like a lot of the times when stuff happens here, it's, you know, they, they want attention or at least want you to acknowledge that they're still here. Something like We shouldn't necessarily disregard stuff like that that happens just because it's, you know, not normal, technically. Like, stuff like this happens every day. It's just sometimes people don't pay attention. And... It's hard necessarily to put it into words, but I wouldn't necessarily say disregard it at all because, I mean, they were people. They have something to say. And I, I realize I'm getting a little too personal about this, but I, like I said, I've been here for seven years. I've gotten very connected to this family. And I don't know, you get you make it personal for yourself when you work in places like this and whether you actually have a connection or not you feel like you do just because of all the experiences you've had with whoever is here and you know so far they've they've been very nice to me but that's good <laughs> so far they've only scared me once only once in seven years and i think that's a pretty good record and I think I told you about that when you were here last week, but um, I, I can tell it again. Yeah, that would be very good. Yeah. Well, okay, it was uh, 2019. It was around Halloween, which is usually a pretty active time of the year for us anyway, because, well, Cassius Clay's dad died in the house on October 31st. Now, the Halloween didn't necessarily mean what it means now, then, but... Still, it sort of adds a little bit to the house, as you can imagine. But we were having a ladybug infestation at the time, and I was having to go around vacuum sweep everywhere in the house all day long. We had a school group coming in the next morning, and they were coming an hour before we generally start tours. And so I needed to be here like three hours before we start tours. I got here at about seven o'clock in the morning. You know, it's October, it's still dark at that time. I open up the gate, there's no one at the county park, nobody here either, and I have to come around the back of the house and come through the back door. I unlock it, I put in the security code so, you know, the house doesn't scream at me and everything. And I turn, and the moment my hand touches the key in the door to take it out, I hear from somewhere in the still very dark house, Stephanie? And, you know, I, I sort of stood there frozen for a couple of minutes, to be honest. It's like, did I actually hear that? It, did, is Danny here? Did, did she come in here and I just didn't see her car? You know, trying to rationalize everything to myself. And I just sort of slowly pulled the door closed and stepped outside for a couple of minutes sat down on the bench and was like well i'm just gonna sit here and just pretend that didn't happen but then i remembered all the ladybugs and i had to come back inside so 
I, I did finally come in. I sort of kept my head down and ran down to the basement and turned on all the lights in the house full blast. And I still waited until my boss got here because I did not want to walk upstairs by myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's literally the only time I've ever been scared in this house in seven years. And nothing's happened like that since then. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hope that's, that's my one-off. Because otherwise they just seem to generally like giving, annoying me. Which I'm okay with that. Based on what I've gathered, the paranormal is something that can directly connect us to our history. Like Stephanie explained in the interview, Whitehall's hauntings served as a direct and constant reminder of the people who once lived at Whitehall, and these haunted experiences are what connect us to these people. The hauntings will also personalize the history of the haunted location to the reminders because it brings what would normally seem far away or centuries ago much closer to us. When we push these experiences aside or immediately disregard them, we are losing the opportunity to really understand and personalize people and experiences that are otherwise lost in the past. Now it's important to mention that the perspectives on ghosts and hauntings are extremely varied. There are believers, non-believers, skeptics, and a wide range of other variations, but despite what anyone believes, the truth about the paranormal will remain a mystery. However, regardless of anyone's views, there is something to be gained from experiencing the paranormal for everyone. <laughs>